Welcome to the podcast. This is Decorating Tips and Tricks. I'm Anita Joyce with Kelly, and you're listening to episode 283, Alternative Christmas Collars. And the show notes for today's episode can be found at decoratingtipsandtricks.com slash 283. Hey, I hope everybody had a really nice Thanksgiving. So what you might be thinking about now is Christmas. So we thought we would talk about, or and, and all the holidays that are coming upon us. So we thought we'd talk about Christmas uh, alternative colors mm-hmm, mm-hmm. today, you know, a little ar- alternative decorating. Okay, so who uh, who out there go wants to go alternative? Who's a traditionalist? Who's open to hearing some new ideas? I'm seeing a lot of hands. I think there's some nodding. So what do you, Anita, I know you definitely are in the alternative camp and have been for a long time. Am I right? Well, you know, I don't like being told what to do. That's probably (laughs) As you know that I like to move around a lot, I know that about you. (laughs) I try to tell her what to do. Well, she does. I do. I do. Every day I try. She does crack the whip. Uh, yeah, so I don't like being told what to do. And the thing with the Christmas tr- colors is we're told the colors are green and red. And I don't really care for the traditional green and red together. And so I've kind of been one of those people that said, you can't tell me what to do. You are not the boss of me. I am not mm-hmm. going to do green and red because I don't like them together. So that's kind of been my approach from the beginning. But then I did a little research to kind of figure out, well, where did this whole green and uh, did I say green and blue? Red no, and you didn't. You just said green. <laughs> oh, the green and the red. So where did this come from? Because I, I did a little research and because I thought maybe it was from the Victorians because so much of, and this would be a great They were podcast. bossy. Well, yeah. yeah they like to tell people so what to do. There's so many traditions that we have yes. now that are from the Victorian times. And I think that would be a fun podcast because it, it will blow your mind if you know how many things that we do now. Okay. I'm going to write that down. That would be mm-hmm. fun. Okay, okay, so I talking, thought it was talking. I thought it was the bossy Victorians, mm-hmm. but and you know because they did do a lot of red and green, but then they also did blue and blue and green and and red and white and blue and white. Uh, so they had a lot of different colors that they used. So it turns out it was not the Victorians. Hmm. Well, so I did find out that around 1931, a Coca Cola. Does this ring a bell? Uh, hired an artist to create a Santa for their oh. advertising. Oh, that Santa is and that he's quintessential. Is, and now, and you know, before iconic. That, before before nineteen thirty one, Santa had all these different names, and sometimes he was tall and skinny. Sometimes he was short and fat. Sometimes he wore blue. Sometimes he wore red. Sometimes, I, sometimes he's Saint Nicholas. Right. So he just, there was not a lot of continuity. Well, this ad came out in 1931 and it was the quintessential, it's what you think of as Santa Claus now, you know, fat Chubby, and jolly, rosy red, cheeks, white fur. Oh, uh, I can't, I, I bet everybody that's listening to this has conjured that image. Mm-hmm. That that's Santa is, face. And why red? Because red goes with their logo. Yeah. Cause Coca-Cola is red. Right. So that's where the red and green came from. So this was all a marketing ploy. So now don't you feel like we've been duped all this time? Don Draper did it. My husband always says that, like, you know, it was like the Hallmark holidays. And he's like, you know, this is a Don Draper holiday. Like this doesn't exist. Like this wasn't a holiday. Like you don't need to give a card on Valentine's Day. (laughs) I think maybe you do, but uh, he doesn't think you do. (laughs) 
<laughs> so does yeah. everybody know what I'm talking about when I say Don Draper? This is the guy from Mad Men, right? So yeah, it was yeah, the, yeah. they were coming up with these mm-hmm. campaigns and this is 1931 was predated them, but it was already happening then. That's so interesting. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so I'm, I, what I, the reason I wanted to tell you that is because I find that information is power. So now you know it was all a marketing ploy for Coca Cola. So unless you're really tied in with Coca Cola, <laughs> you can do whatever you want. Right. Right. So if you were thinking that these came from the Wayback Machine, that, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, from in the manger, it was declared mm-hmm. it was red and right. green, or, you know, the Victorians declared it was red or green. Nope, nope, nope. It was on Madison Avenue. Right. So the green, you know, it's found in holly and mistletoe. Uh, the Romans exchanged evergreen branches in January as a sign of good luck. And the ancient Egyptians brought in palm branches during the winter festivals. So the green does have tradition this time of year. And uh, but the red, and of course, really- the Tannenbaum, the O Tannenbaum. Yes, yes, exactly. And then the red from the berries, obviously. But there's so many other traditional colors, like the gold, which rec- represents the gold brought by the wise men. Or I guess they didn't bring gold, but you know, it represents the wise men, I should say. And then blue is associated with Mary, the mother of Jesus. Right. Mm-hmm. So there's all these colors. But so now, yeah. So let's talk about what what colors. What are your favorite? Okay. So now colors? that you've really freed us up, mm-hmm. wow. Mm-hmm. Everybody's mm-hmm. like, oh open to maybe some new things if you like it. I mean, it's it's totally great to love the traditional colors, whether you like them all year round or yeah, whether yeah, or yeah. not you really like the bust them out of Christmas. Mm-hmm. That's great too. And that feels like Christmas to you. It's this is not this information is not to meant to make you feel like, oh, I shouldn't do that. This is just to right. open up your eyes to some new alternatives. Well, right. So if you like it, hey, we're all use the decorating style that you love. So if that's what you love, go for it. But if not, hey, let's talk about some other options. And one of my favorites right now is to use a lot of uh, purples and blues and pinks. And I know some of the pastels are beautiful. I I kind of like to pick a particular palette and go with that kind of throughout the house each year so that it all kind of goes together. Right. And do you switch it every year or is it like these are my Christmas purples and pinks and blues or every year do you start with a new palette? Well, it depends on what the sponsors have sent me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay then. Well, you know. Well, I guess if Coca-Cola sent you something, you'd be right back where we started. (laughs) Yes. Well, that's funny. I don't like being told what to do, but I'm also very honest. So yes, uh, it kind of depends on what I've got uh, coming in. But I have some beautiful ornaments that are in the silvers and the grays and the blues that I love. Okay. Well, so, left to yeah. your own devices. Yes, Nita Jean. What co- what alternative Christmas colors would you would you choose? That's probably it. The pinks, the purples, the blues, yeah. and I love the silvers and gold. Uh, a lot of those colors are just so. And because you need something sparkly around Christmas time, you want something to kind of reflect the light of all your Christmas lights on the tree. So I think definitely you need some gold or silver, mercury glass or something like that. We'll talk about that. Talk about sparkly and something like that. A couple of years ago, when we first moved into this house and we were not, we were in the midst of really, really, really hardcore renovation. I think I talked about that Christmas tree that we did with just the, the loved one's names on the little hearts and whatnot. We just really were simplifying but I couldn't even bring a real tree in. So that year I ordered oh, a mm-hmm. tree and it's a, it's 
if I was gonna, it was my first foe. And I was like, if I'm gonna get a foe, I'm going all the way. So I got this metallic, like platinum colored tree. I love it, you guys. It is so beautiful. Oh, and like a silver tree? Yes. yes oh, like retro, kind of 19. Right. It's almost oh, like- I like that. Yeah. I mean, it's it's fuller than one of the, well, like, mm-hmm. as you would picture, How like one of those it? tinsel trees. Mm-hmm. It's about, I mean, it's got to be like seven and a half feet tall. Oh my goodness. Oh, see, I love That's those the one trees. I put in the kitchen normally. And oh, I use, so I love, the, you know, its colors are so pretty. And then when you put the white lights on it, just like, you know, t- it's like having gazillion little mirrors because it sparkles all over the place. And then I usually use, I'm pretty much a, maybe not a traditionalist in the sense of colors or whatnot, but I I do like to use very similar things every year. It just feels like Christmas Mm -hmm. to me. And that's Mm -hmm. what my girls are used to. And they like that, particularly my younger one. Traditions. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. so now it's like, even though it's just been three years that we've been in this house, this will be the third time we're putting this tree in the kitchen. And it just goes really nicely, but I'm doing it. So it's, a platinum kind of, I thought it was going to be more goldy, but it, I actually love it even more. It's more platinum. So it's some, like a champagne color. Oh, that so, really sounds beautiful. It's so pretty. And it, it's from Treetopia. And um, I'll, I, we can put a link in there. Uh, they have all sorts of colors. But then I put uh, gold, um, shiny bright ornaments. So I have the vintage going on. And then I put burlap to kind of, you know, Mm-hmm. The juxtaposition of mm-hmm. the sparkly and the burlap. Love that. So that's pretty alternative for me because, and, and my normal family tree, it's, it's usually the reds and the greens. And that's just what we've collected over right. the years. So right. I'm definitely using that on that particular tree. Well, and I actually have a hot pink tree like that that's short. Ooh. It's maybe about four feet, three feet tall that I bought to go on the, I don't know what I bought it for. It was probably a, a discount, but it's so cute. I love that. And I have, you know, a collection of little ornaments that uh-huh. I picked up that we've inherited. And I like to put that on that tree. And then I have like some pink uh, garland that's kind of sparkly that I like to put on it. So it's, it's really pretty. It's just fun. Yeah. And, and it's going with pink. your palette and it's just a fun little thing that you can, you know, decorate in, in, a, in a different little way. I think that's really right. nice. And one year I was kind of on this Scottish bent and I bought a bunch of tartan ribbon that mm-hmm. I used all over the house. It's kind of more the reds, the blues, and the greens. And those, you know, if you plaid, you can get here. But if you're going for specific tartans, you really have to buy them from the UK, which is what I did. Mm-hmm. And But it was really fun kind of looking at all the tartans and finding my favorite ones. Uh, so that was really fun to do and to use one year. So, I, yeah, really kind of – and, you know, for a long time, I would – my decorating would, I would go shop for ribbon. And when I would find a ribbon, that would set the tone for that year. And that would be the color that Oh, that's interesting. Okay. And I would yeah. use that ribbon everywhere. Mm-hmm. It went all over the house. Oh, that's smart. And if you're doing plaid, plaid is such a sort of a wintry look, right? And it is mm-hmm. very traditional around the holiday mm-hmm. time. So I mean, even if, yeah, I do too. And, it, and even if you're using it in non-traditional colors, I think the fact that it's a plaid or a tartan, Still evokes the holidays and winter time and all of that. I'm oh, seeing I think a, it definitely does, right? So even if you did it in grays and blues and pinks and stuff, it still really works. I'm seeing a lot of plaid this year. I know the Williams Sonoma catalog came and it was all plaid. Uh, the okay. um, 
Pottery Barn was lots and lots of plaid. Yeah, I, I think that the plaids are really, really hot this year. So that's a great idea. If somebody just found a couple of spools of ribbon that they loved, use that on your tree, use it on your packages, you know, tie it on the top, uh, you know, tie it around some ornaments or drape it across your, your mantle. Mm-hmm. There's lots yeah. of ways to bring it in. Last year, I got this gorgeous copper beaded ribbon from oh, Balsam, from Balsam Hill. Hill. I know. Yeah, you went, you were on that tour with me. It was so beautiful. I used the ribbon so carefully and wrapped it up so that <laughs> I, I didn't even use it again this like, year. I'm just going to save this one. Like they'll they'll be like, do we bury her with this ribbon? Like just use it. <laughs> You know, well, like, what are I we saving it for? I, it's ribbon. Well, I didn't, well, but it's really wide. It's not really kind of, it's mm. so elegant. I mean, it's not really something yeah. you would put on a package. It's really for decorating. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just beautiful. Stunning. So, yeah. And we're going to talk it. about, I think um, we have on our list, you know, how to create a stunning Christmas tree. And we'll give you some ideas oh, of how to use that kind of wide ribbon mm-hmm. on your tree, which is a little, there's little tricks to that. And then um, the other thing that's mm-hmm. beautiful, if you're going for the ribbon, and using that, uh, whether it's traditional colors or not, the the velvet ribbon is just stunning yeah, to use. Yeah, and yeah. I kind of am in love with that. I have some pinks and some blues in that in the velvet ribbon. So you could go with that in a wider one. And if you don't know how to make, uh, you know, it's really easy to make the bows with the ribbon and the wire. It's so mm-hmm. easy to do. So, you know, it's nice to just kind of put that on the newel post or hang it from your chandeliers. I mean, it's just so pretty. And then, or put a bow on the back of your chairs. Yeah. The ribbon can go everywhere. And that's the beauty of if you do pick a color, go get some ribbon in your color and just use it liberally throughout your house. I think you're going to really love the way it integrates that color throughout all the rooms of your house. Right. So you're creating the flow that we like to have mm-hmm. in our normal decorating with this ribbon, bringing, instead of going by, oh, new pillows or a new throw, you're just taking that ribbon color and you're carrying it throughout and you're tucking it in here and there and then bringing it all around. So that's such a, you know, like depending on how much ribbon you need or what kind of price point your ribbon is, it could be a very inexpensive way to decorate. And then cut some greens and bam, you know, you could be done. Some other alternative um, color combinations for Christmas could be the, just green and brown. I mean, that it kind of can be very woodlandy mm-hmm. and uh, can also be done in a way where there's not a lot of extra frou-frou. You know, it can be very simplified, kind of like a, a woodland Christmas. And I think that's really sharp together. I mean, you've got some of the browns and naturally, obviously, in pine cones and things like that. Obviously, the green is coming in with a tree or garlands. And that can be a really simple and really elegant way to decorate. Well, and yes. And the thing about the red and the green, I love red and green. I'm just not so crazy about them together. So I love to use red around Christmas time. Mm-hmm. In fact, I just set a Christmas table for one of our blog tours and I had these huge pomegranates and I had found some red and white English transferware plates that were probably from about 1850. Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today. And let them know your friends at DTT sent you. I think white with any color is a beautiful combination. White and red, white and purple, white and blue. I and just love white and I love, mm-hmm. well, you know, I have, you know, I'm working on my white garden. Someday it'll be 
the way I want it, but you know, we're building the garden from scratch, but just the white flowers. So you could add things like either faux or real, mm-hmm. uh, white magnolias, uh, white roses, yes. so many beautiful white ro- uh, flowers around this time. The um, paper whites, white amaryllis, just s- something as simple as that, a growing flower, a plant, a bulb, ah, can make such a spectacular presence in your Christmas decorating and, and pair that with maybe a metallic, you know, gold mm-hmm. or silver or both. That is so beautiful. Well, and if you're wanting to, uh, if you kind of like to change up your colors all the time, maybe you don't want to invest a lot in a specific color. I I would say the whites and the silvers are probably pretty safe and you, mm-hmm. because you can mix those with about anything. Right. So you could invest in some nice white and silver things, mercury glass. Mercury perhaps. glass, right. But mm-hmm. I love too at Christmas time, I like some fun colors like a chartreuse green. Mm. I love seeing something like that. Or, or uh, one year I had a bottle brush trees in a turquoise that were really pretty. Oh my God. My heart just beats faster with those little trees. Those I know. Those little bottle trees. They're now, just so and, charming. Even and the I call repros it, are good these days. Well, they, this was a, mine were all repros. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, they're hard. When you find the vintage ones that haven't been sort of somewhat smoshed, you know, you're really lucky. Uh, so, but the, the repros are really pretty good and they're so inexpensive and how charming are these? Um, here's a color combination that makes me think of and it makes me sad to say her name, but Kate Spade, Kelly Green, yes. baby blue, and white. Like for whatever mm. reason, those that mm. color combination for Christmas makes me, her, her name comes to mind. Just yes. sort of crisp and clean. And you could maybe add in some, even some, like, I mean, if I was doing that color combination, I might make it like really sharp and have boxwood and mix with the Kelly Green. Like maybe, or even you could have the Kelly Green slide into maybe like you're saying, like maybe a, a, maybe a citrony color or something like that. I think that would be so cool. So fresh and, but still Christmassy. Well, I do have a public service announcement because it's going on <laughs> as of this, of, of our recording. I don't know when it's going to end, but the surprise sale at Kate Spade, the 75% off is actually going on right now. Well, you know, I stay on top like, of That's sales. your holiday. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I've already bought my holiday. What will myself. we get for Christmas? Yes. Well, yes. I Well, that's where I, yeah, usually it's something from there. But yeah, so it's uh, surprise.kate, it's surprise, I think surprise.katespade.com. So, but you okay. sign up for emails and you'll get notifications. Right. Trust me. You'll thank me. Yes. Mm-hmm, your mm-hmm. pocketbook might not thank you. Well, but it's seventy five percent. Your new your your new purse will thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but exactly. your wallet might not. Um. Okay, so everybody, you know, I am full throttle grays. I love grays. Um. And I know, and I really truly believe gray is here to stay. And I think that yes. you agree. So oh, yes. since a lot of us have grays, or we want to have grays, how about gray, gold, silver, and a winter white? Oh, for yeah. your Christmas palette. Oh, sure. And I mean, you can really do a neutral Christmas if you want. I think that's a stunningly gorgeous look too. And that's kind of what I was saying. If you kind of invest in gold, in silver and white, then you can mix in another color, what a, you know, and change that other color or just do without and just go with your white and silver and perhaps even some gold in there. I think that's a very classic, gorgeous look. Right. And these are great ideas with the, particularly with the metallics, as Anita is saying, like you, you can, if you feel like you want to add some new decor pieces in, it doesn't have to be the red and green Santa 
that's going to be out for a week or two and then go away and not to be seen until next year. Yeah. Purchase things like gold candlesticks, brass candlesticks, mercury glass, all sorts of things like this, something filigreed gold. Is that that you can keep up all year. Maybe you're not going to keep it en masse because it will seem like a little too much over the top when it's not the holidays, but you can keep candlesticks and things like that around all year long. So it's not just this sort of, you know, one-time purchase. Well, I think that's the thing too for me. The red and green seems so Christmassy that the day after Christmas, it feels out out of, I feel out of sorts seeing green and red after Christmas, between Christmas and New Year's even. But if it's different colors, it seems okay to me. Right. And because those are not, I mean, if your colors are red and green, you might be like, wow, this looks so great. I'm leaving it up all year. But, you know, if you're working in a, a neatest type of palette or a more new, even a more neutral palette or a, a palette that has a lot of grays, as we're saying, a newer look, then maybe that red and green tree is sort of like, hmm. Exactly what you're saying. Like it's great for its purpose, but now it's time to go and I need to get back to sort of normalcy. Last year, we did not put up our family tree. There was some confusion with what was going on with one of the blog tours. There was supposed to be a tree arriving. Long, long story is we didn't end up getting a real tree at all. Gorgeous, gorgeous Mm -hmm. faux tree from Balsam Hill came and all the ornaments and everything. And it was a it was a show tree. You know, mm-hmm. it was not my family tree. The family ornaments, I kept taking the bins and moving them around. Like, where am I going to put these? It's not, it's not happening. My one daughter was very sad. I have to say, part of me when I was done with it, the tree suited my decor so well. I mean, I was just like, this is the most beautiful tree ever. Like, I cannot even, and it goes, and it just went with the room and it just looks so beautiful altogether. You know, that's interesting. The tree I got when you got yours, the Balsam Hill, and I got these ornaments from them as well, uh, the silver yeah. and the golds and right. all these. It was so beautiful. And it went, like you said, with my house so well that I I wanted to leave that tree up for a lot longer than I normally do. Yes, yes. But that's on what the I'm wa- saying. It really was so stunningly beautiful. Right. But here's my caveat to that. And maybe because my kid and, you know, your daughters enjoy it as well. My kids are, you know, just a little tick younger. And then one of them in particular is very, very traditionalist and wanted to see all the things. It was a little after I put it up and the initial like, this is so beautiful. I can't believe these ornaments. I can't believe I just can't wait to take pictures of this and put it on my blog. Then I felt like. It was like just a little too too much of a show tree. Like, you know, it wasn't like I wasn't taking out the ornament. Oh, Peter and I got this when we got engaged. Oh, this is the one Ava picked out when she was, you know, three and we were at the aquarium, even though it's a dolphin. Yeah, you don't have another tree. Well, and actually, Evie, Evie gave my tree the highest compliment that a, that, that a 20 year old or a 21 year old could give. She said, Mom, it looks like a mall Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, it, they did. They were beautiful. But, you know, so if you're hankering for the traditional tree with your family ornaments on it, who cares what color you normally have in your house? You know, put that up. We are mm-hmm. doing that this year. We're back to it. But but because we're kooky and we've got them, we're putting up like two or three other trees too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's just the way it rolls, uh, you know, around here. 
But I think, um, you know, going off off the road a little bit with the Christmas colors is such a great idea. Mm-hmm. And it makes it, uh, you know, it makes it fun too. Well, and I think the thing is, be creative. Don't feel boxed in. Be creative and come up with what is meaningful to right. you. Because nobody's the and, boss of you either. No, doggone it. And if you want red and green, then you do great. Yeah, red yeah, and green. exactly. Okay. So that, I think we covered a lot of that. If anybody mm-hmm. has any questions, you know, you, all of you always are emailing us and we love it. So please, you know, send in any questions that you might have. And we do have a question today. We're loving doing these questions and we've gotten such a great response from everybody that you guys are enjoying them as well. So we're going to keep doing that until we hear otherwise. So today our question is- No, we is, may still keep doing them anyway. Because you're not the boss of us. <laughs> See, I told you, you can't tell her what to do. Um, Okay, so it's from Tammy B. And Tammy, we've had several emails from Tammy over the couple of years we've been doing this. You know, it's almost two years, Nita Jane. Hey, Tammy. And so this particular question is about wall art. So Mm -hmm. Tammy's saying, how do you decide what to put on the walls? How many shapes? What do Mm -hmm. you put? Clocks, mirrors, canvases? She sent a photo, which we, we Anita and I can see, and we'll describe to you. Mm-hmm. And so Tammy pretty just wanted- Pretty table runner too, by the very way. Very pretty and table beautiful runner. beautiful tray she has on there. So you want nice. to describe the photo so everybody can- Well, sure. Listen. It's kind of a putty colored wall mm-hmm. and a neutral tile floor. There's a dark uh, table and, and four chairs. It's a round table. And then she's got kind of a neutral colored- uh, I don't know what to call that, but it's kind of a landscape of, I don't know if that's Paris or whatever, but it's kind of a sepia tone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there is a large uh, clock on the wall as well. It kind of looks like a, well, like a watch bob. Yeah. Like that's a, a cool clock. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's and a very so cool the, the, um, the art is a rectangle mm-hmm. on the vertical. Portraits. Portrait. Right. Right. Portrait. Mm-hmm. Right. Nice big baseboards too, by the way. Lovely, Tammy. There you go. Mm-hmm. So now, would you make any suggestions to Tammy based on that as to whether or not she should have that particular piece of art on the horizontal based on what she's got in that room? So remember, everybody, it's a round table with some chairs, and then this is a piece of art on okay. the wall behind it. So here's what I'm thinking. There's also a table behind the chairs. Behind the t- There's also kind of a console table, mm-hmm. and it's in a corner. So the clock is kind of an alignment with the console table in the corner. Mm-hmm. And then there's a big, big piece of artwork on the table. And it's a nice size, which I love. I love the scale of the pieces that she chose. And mm-hmm. I obviously she's going for a monochrome look, which is, which is great, which is great. So here's what I'm thinking. Um, I feel like the two pieces don't feel like they go together. And, and I think this happens a lot when there's a big wall people kind of chunk it in pieces like, okay, I'm going to get this artwork for this area and this right. other work, work for mm-hmm. this other area. But really looking at the picture, it's really seen as a whole. So I feel like that kind of needs to be seen as one area rather than two separate areas. So when you look at it as one whole, you have one big, large piece of artwork to the left and one small clock to the right. So it doesn't feel balanced to me. So I would say take the clock off and just go with one piece of artwork or a grouping, but that all goes together rather than two separate pieces like is like she's done. And then I 
I get the monochromatic thing and I get the neutral thing. I might add a little more color in there though. I don't know. What do you think? But it's, I mean, it's a lovely, it's, it's lovely shades in here. It's, I mean, she's done a lovely job. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think the palette is really great. And I, I definitely, um, agree with everything you're saying. I think the two pieces on their own are lovely and they are nice sized, which is great. But I, I definitely get the sense that the, the painting was supposed to be kind of talking to the round table and the the clock was supposed to be talking to that small little console table. And I think they all need to be in the conversation together. So I definitely agree with your assessment and suggestions there, Anita. So take it on as one big space. So um, do you think maybe doing something even bigger on the horizontal might, mm-hmm. might fill that space? Oh, I think that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm just because it's, I mean, I, I, right. I think that would be nice to do a horizontal uh, piece there uh, because the piece of artwork, I think you could definitely go wider. I mean, the table is wider than the piece. Right. And the thing that I would think about with the artwork too, is to kind of try to think about what speaks to you and, um, and, you know, just try to go with what you love. I mean, and this is this is a charming kind of landscape piece that she has here of, uh, you know, a river and, and, and some houses there. So, you know, I mean, just kind of think about if I think that would be maybe great in another room if she wants to do that. Right. You, or you leave that there mm-hmm. and then you put something on either side of it. Mm-hmm. That's so true. You, you fill up the whole. So, so mm-hmm. you fill up the whole space by having three pieces. Yeah, it kind of does look, it almost looks like the same, doesn't it? It does look. Yes, I think, it, yeah, I didn't want to say that, but I think that is what that is. Yes. Yeah. Um, one thing that I uh, wanted to say, and this is in general, in Tammy's lovely photo, and I really do like the color of the wall, Tammy. Nice job. Um, mm-hmm. I'm seeing pretty. a thermostat and the mm-hmm. the light switches and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's hard to deal with mm-hmm. on a wall like this as well, because it sort of limits her on the one side right. to add and, and a I have third that piece, right? Right, yeah. I, I've got that too, where I can't put curtains uh, on some of the windows because there's this huge panel of, you know, electrical switches. Right, right. So if you can, or if you're in a the situation where your home is being built or renovated, I don't know why. You know, they should give electricians and people like that, like HVAC guys, just like a couple, like they should listen to the podcast, you know, like they should just have a few ideas of aesthetics. I have a funny quick story that I'll tell you in a minute about what happened here yesterday. But like that thermostat, unless it's cannot for whatever wiring reasons be moved, it should have been put really close to the to the edge of the wall or even mm-hmm. on that the transition of the wall or something like you don't want to put it like all the way out there it, it, you know it, where it's encroaching on the wall space that you might want to decorate so it, that does make it a little challenging for Tammy to yeah. add three things there but yeah. so i think that you know what she's got going on the scale is so great mm-hmm. the, the colors scale is are fabulous. lovely she got the scale spot yeah. on Right. Um, so that might just be something you'd want to think about if you could, you know, just keep in mind where are these thermostats yeah, so going? I guess what I'm feeling like is I like to see a little bit of color in the room, but mm-hmm. if it's not in the artwork, you could just add it on the table. So I'm not, I right. didn't mean to say anything negative about the artwork because I think the artwork is pretty. Oh, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. I think it is. I don't think you mm-hmm. didn't. Yeah. Yeah. So I think maybe, yeah. So it just, so I'm just, I'm, lo- I'm wanting, my eye is wanting to see a little bit of color somewhere in here. Little pop. 
Yeah, a little pop somewhere. Or just flowers from Trader Joe's. Right yeah, in the she, middle. there you go. Boom, then you're done. You're done. I like that. Okay, so my funny little story about just having, you know, tradespeople have just a little sense. I mean, some do. And when you, if you find one that does, hold on for dear life. Um, <laughs> because I had, I'm trying to get some things done here and where I'm podcasting up in the barn in the attic space uh, because my husband was on a business trip. So I, I wanted to have it all done. And so, oh, this will be so great when he comes back and sees. So the my, uh, electrician came yesterday and it's like, okay, so you can hang this and, it, and then you're going to put uh, one of those plug molds, those long pieces that I have in my kitchen, you know, where you can put all the little, you can plug in so many things. It's like a long, um, what are those strips called? Like a, an outlet strip sort of thing, mm-hmm, but it's mm-hmm. actually attached to the wall and it works with an outlet. So I was like, yeah, just do it like you did in the kitchen, like tuck it up under. I the, love that you did that. So right? cool. So mm-hmm. tuck it up under this this desk that I've just created, um, mm-hmm. this sort of built-in thing. Okay, great. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go pick up Laura from school. I'll be back in a little while. Okay, great. I come back. He has – the thing is not – it was like a leftover piece too. So it's not even long enough for the space. So he's put it like smack in the middle uh, between the floor and the, the top of the desk. So you can see it. And like, <laughs> And then – right? And then when you – it's bad enough. And it's off to the side. It's not even in the center. Like I'm starting to twitch. Like I'm like, I, 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 I oh, can't no, believe you've been here no, for an hour yeah. and you did this. And then when you put the wires into it, then you'd see all the wires. And I know I'm not alone in not wanting to see the wires. So, no, you know, no, no. just, yeah. you know, be aware. Uh, and that was, and, uh, and he's worked here for two years with me. Like he knows I don't I'm like wires. Surprised. I was a little surprised too. So he had to come back and he said to fix that. But, yeah, um, yeah. just, you know, be aware of these little things because if you can get ahead of it, like, Hey, just want to know exactly where you're going to put my thermostat. Oh, it has to be here. Could it be here? Do we have any play? You know, could it be over a few inches? You know, cause you're kind of eating up into my room. I've seen like spec houses where like the, the light switch is like, you know, 18 inches into the wall. Like, why is it so far into the wall? Yeah. It, then it really encroaches. And then you have this, you know, a plate and a switch and it might not, you know, if you're not painting white, it's going to be very obvious. So just little things like that. When I was looking at Tammy's photo, I was like, gee whiz, she'd have more flexibility and the type of art that she could put there if those things were scooched over to the side where they really should be. Yeah, but that's, yes, but but I get that. I mean, because it's kind of a hassle getting somebody to come over there and it's expensive to get those things. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you're, you know, I know, but it's it's frustrating when they do stuff like that. And they do some stuff that's just, you just, you just like, what? Because they're not designers. They're going, well, this makes, you know, this is where my hand is. So (laughs) where my hand is. What should be, you know. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, so if but, you can get in fr- ahead of that, or if you're, in, you know, in a situation where you're making some changes and whatsoever, you know, be super clear in your communication. Like, take a sharpie and and put a little X where you want it, or put a little piece of tape. That's what yeah. I should have done. Would well, save me and, an extra trip. Yeah, and that's the thing too is it really doesn't because I've had so much work happen at the farm when I wasn't there, and well, uh, your whole stinking house was put in the wrong spot. Right? <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. Well, the pad wasn't quite exactly where I know. I was like, well, that's not quite right. It was like, why didn't you center it? But you know where we cleared the trees? That's where this was supposed to go. Right. But you're like, you didn't center it. Anyway, whatever. So yeah, it's really best to be there when you get work done. 
Ay, ay, ay. But Tammy, we went a little off road as usual on that. We gave you a little more information than you probably even asked for, but I think you've done an absolutely lovely job. I know when agrees and uh, nice size, really beautiful Mm -hmm. print. Um, I would just like to see that clock and the, and that piece sort of talking together as as one whole thing. So, so maybe, I would probably take yeah. the clock off and put it somewhere else. Yeah, I think I might take mm-hmm. the clock off too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And it's pretty. Just put it somewhere else. Yeah. And if you feel like you see something in that corner, then maybe just put a plant that has some height in there or something like that to fill it in a little bit. There you go. Okay. So I hope that helped. Oh my gosh. Look, we talked and talked and talked. Okay. So really fun. I thought this, I'm, I'm really excited to do Christmas now. I know if anybody follows me on my blog or on my Instagram, you know, I am like a, I'm like a holdout for Thanksgiving and fall. Um, but yeah, it is time. Uh, if you haven't started already, I think it's, you know, more than time to get rolling on your bins and see what's going on and let us know what your colors are, whether they be mm-hmm. traditional or alternative. We would love to hear it. Yes. Uh, yeah. And remember, we're here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time. Hey, everybody, we want to thank you so much for listening to Decorating Tips and Tricks. And we want to make it even easier for you to listen. And it's easier if you subscribe. You just click the subscribe button on our website, www.decoratingtipsandtricks.com. Or you can subscribe through Apple Podcast or any of your favorite podcast listeners. So until next time.